Welcome back to How to Ruin a Good Walk. This is episode 50. We have got lined up this week, basically, summary of DP World, what has to happen where to get certain winners, right? Correct. So we are going to basically give you a full preview of the DP World Tour Championship and the race to Dubai, who can win, who can't win, etc., etc. But first, as always, we have the normal sections. Chopper of the week. This is a funny story, and this has been sent in this week by a very avid listener of the show. Listens every week, loves it. Waded in last week on the debate about um, making the game harder. Shut him down. Sorry, Jonathan. You did, Jonathan. So this is quite a funny story, and I think we've all been here. As amateur golfers... I actually don't know this story, so I can't say if I've been here or not. Yeah, you've, you've probably been here. So, I know Jonathan started playing golf. Start of lockdown, during lockdown, end of, well, end of lockdown, obviously. Um, and I think a few of his friends played. Already? So, no, started at the same time. So... I don't know. He's not mentioned any names in here, so I don't know if he didn't want me to mention name, his no. name. Name, no. I don't know. Name, don't know the names, but I know he was there. It could be him. Um, so, now, Jonathan, I got a question for you. Is this a video about a friend or actually a friend? <laughs> um, so, a couple of friends got into golf over lockdown, playing a four-ball Adlington, just a par three course. You know, mm. like easing the way in. By the way, on that point, I think that's a great thing to go and do. If you're like Correct. brand new to golf, don't go whole hog and go to actual golf club because you do get some sticklers at golf clubs who will put you off for life. Correct. Go to a pitch and putt, go to a nine-hole course. This is definitely the way to go first and foremost. And the other thing is as well is, from a time perspective, playing a nine-hole yeah. course, it well, doesn't take well. If you're new to golf, it could still take three and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he goes on to say, they're actually playing on lunchtime, so like quick round. Wow, yeah. you are anticipating a quick round. Yeah. What did you get for lunch? Three hours? So, one of them is on the, on the sixth hole is three shots clear. Okay, is this the new course at Allenton or the par three? No idea. Three shots clear of one person, four shots clear of the other, right? He duffs a wedge. Not okay. once, not twice. Not thrice. Not thrice, but four or five times. Oh, no. Four first. or five times, right? Off the, it's the sixth hole. So he's leading by three shots. At the end of the hole, he walks off with a seven and level with the other two players. There were two holes to go. Yeah. Doesn't go to the tee box. No, no, no. Goes straight to the bin next to the tee box and just puts his club in it. Carries on. Not snapped. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't say it was snapped, but he said he then puts said wedge into the bin on the seventh tee. Had enough. Don't want it. It's the wedge's fault, obviously. <laughs> obviously the wedge's fault. But you know what I mean? A lot of golfers have been there in the sense of yeah. snapping clubs, frustration, yeah, yeah. fuming, duffing wedges. But if you are struggling with your chipping, there's a great, great YouTube channel that you can go to, isn't it, mate? There is. Search Alex Lake Golf on YouTube. Please like and subscribe. Correct. Uh, <laughs> no, but you know, it's quite funny that. I hope, like, imagine like it's doing it dead like poker face, dead like smiley. <laughs> in the bin. In the bin. Seen a bit. Next to <laughs> Looks like I'm hitting nine iron. <laughs> what do we need in this next shot? You guarantee next two holes. Need a wedge. wedge. Yeah, classic. But if you have any Chop of the Week stories, send them in and we'll get them read out on the podcast. Thank you, Jonathan, for sending that one in this week. Very, very good. Okay, let's get into Tour Trash Talk. And then coming up after this, we're going to get into DP Championship, DP World Championship. Yeah. 
So we're going to touch base and go through this last week's events quite quickly because we want to really talk about and preview the DP world. So on the PJ Tour, we had the Houston Open. Winner, Jason Kokrak. Ah. 10 under par. Then tie second, Kevin Tway and Scotty Scheffler. Mm. Yeah. So interesting point on this. Jason Kokrak, he has had... Oh, his first 232 starts on tour, he had zero wins. He's had three in his last 28. That boy is trending. He is trending. And this is something that we've seen this year from a performance point of view. Okay, Richard Bland was very different to him, but look at where he's now been finishing. He won his first event and he's been up there. He's not He's not necessarily won. I think Richard Bland played a lot more than 232. He did. He played, I think he was four, he doubled yeah. it, didn't he? But that's my point is, you get that win... And it can yeah. completely change everything. I for mean, you. it gives you the confidence, doesn't it? It proves yeah. to yourself that you can. Well, you know what? I can. I do belong here. I can. I can get the W. Definitely, definitely. Um, and it was another good week for Matt Wolf as well. I want to mention him. Because oh, holy one! He did. So he finished tied eleventh. He struggled in his final round. He's actually two over, I think, final round. But he had his first holding one on the PJ Tour. I'm gonna say ever or no, no on the PJ, PJ Tour. Tour. Yeah. The only count on there, DJ, don't you, lad? Oh <laughs> yeah, apparently so. <laughs> Um, so very very good to have him back and sort of performing mm-hmm. which is good another good performance well from Scotty Scheffler he was up there and I saw actually saw a stat about Scotty Scheffler about his wedge game which I think is going to be some ridiculous stat isn't it like inside 30 yards he never hits it outside 10 feet or something oh no it, was, it wasn't I did see some I know I saw a video of him playing an unbelievable wedge shot but the stat is Top fives without a win since the start of 2019-20 season. Ten. He's had 10 Who's top fives. Xander Schofield. There's no surprise there. Yeah. Xander Schofield, Scotty Scheffler, Louis Eustazen, Matt Wolf, Brendan Steele and Taylor Gooch. Now, you know what the crazy thing is? Like, the, how much money they will have earned yeah. just by finishing top five in all those events. Oh. And I don't know if this is correct. Please correct me if I'm wrong and write in if I'm wrong on this. But if you are a golfer on the PGA Tour that consistently finishes inside the top five, you're probably going to earn more world ranking points than just one win. Yes. And Depends, obviously, who's in the event. But... Yeah. But I think, well, if you're consistently finishing yeah. in there... You're... Well, like Luke Donald and Lee Westwood got to world number one without winning a major. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, they may have won in between, but, like, it's basically getting more consistent. Yeah, and it's, that's where... The key to consistency. Exactly. Playing the 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 long game of the PGA Tour and the European Tour with the race to Dubai is being consistent. Yeah. yeah, it's great winning once or twice. Yeah. But if you can be second every week or third every week, you're, you're laughing, aren't you? Yeah, you yeah. You're going for the order of merit, as it were. Um, but you are right. None of those players, Scotty Scheffler, Xander Schofield, they're not struggling, are they? Do no, you know what I mean? No. So, looking at Scotty Scheffler's career earnings, so he's had 17 top 10 finishes, no win, and he's earned $8,561,913. This year? No, no, that's career to date. Say, 67 events total. This year, he's played... Uh, four events, two top tens, and he's won one million fifty-seven thousand nine hundred thirty-five dollars. He's not struggling for a bit of cash, is he? No, no, no. Fair play to the boy. And currently ranked twelfth in the FedEx. 
but I've seen where is it in America? Started. Where is it in America where you don't pay any tax? Is it Florida, Jupiter? Is there a reason why they all live there? Is it a tax haven? I don't know. Like a, like a reduced tax because you pay tax in your country, your not country, your state. your state. Is that right? I don't know. I don't know that. Should I Google it? Because Polter lives there. Well, I know that. Should I Google it? Polter's got a lot of cash. He's got a massive house as well. And a car car. He was, did you see his Instagram yeah. yesterday when they were talking about... Basically, he was on a flight to over to um, Dubai and they were basically people asking him questions. And he was like, what do you invest your money into? My car collection. Cheers. And he's got the most ridiculous car collection. Not only is it a tax haven, with Florida residents not having to pay any personal income tax, Jupiter Island offers faultless... Uh, Fortress-like mansions, fortress-like mansions that give you the biggest stars and the utmost privacy, like Mick- Mickelson, Woods, Woods, Poulter, Fowler, all the big Norman. Guys. Lots of money. There's a lot of money floating around there, isn't there? The tax haven element of Jupiter comes from the fact that Florida residents do not have to pay any income tax. Well, there you go, then. That's possibly why Disney are there as well. <laughs> oh, it all makes sense. Oh, <laughs> the world's biggest incorporation. Um, so. But yeah, really impressive week for Scottish Sheffield as well. And I'm shocked he hasn't got a win, actually. I thought he'd have... He'd have I just I don't know why. Well, his he'd... stats support that like, he's, he's trending. Isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll quickly talk about the European Tour. The, I hope say the AVIV or Aviv, I don't know. Dubai Championship this week. Winner, Joachim Hansen. Yeah, it's a nice little family photo. Lovely family photo. 23 under par. Second win this week. In, second win, second win in his career. Second win this week. Second win this week. <laughs> Playing two places at once, like Hermione. Time travelling. Wow. As if you just said that. Harry Potter joke. Oh, wow. <laughs> you knew what I meant, though. I did, yeah. 23 under par. So we're there again with high, low, yeah. high scores. You know what I mean? Wiesberger came... Are they drunk, high or are they low? They're low, aren't they? Came second, uh, tied second with Laporta. Um, but this was really sort of like the bill that won it. This yeah. is like the... I think this is one of the events... The intro to the yeah. main event. I think like if you are a big player and you've not played in a few weeks, you're possibly going to play in this out yeah. in Dubai. I think probably Fleetwood played. Um, yeah, there was some... You know, you're know, basically out in Dubai, so you may as well play the event. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's one of them, like you say, it's like people use it like a warm-up. And yeah. that's not taking anything away from the Because women have had the, the Aramco out there as well, haven't they? Yeah. Because, Aramco series. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong... But there's another event going on alongside the the EDGA. It's obviously not the women, but I don't know what that is. What are they? Are they the amateurs in the event? Possibly. Um, that would make sense. Um, yeah, but it's like you said, if you've not played in a while, you're going out there, aren't you, to... Get used to the grasses, to get, get used, used to the conditions, it. how far is the ball going, as I use it as a warm-up. Because I think that's something that... And we've touched on this before, but as an amateur golfer you don't really consider is that and this is where I think you you obviously have a great insight having been on tour caddying is that you don't realise how the grass makes a difference massively like what are you chipping to what are you chipping into it how are you hitting it off it when you're in thick lies all these things make a difference to you getting to the back of the golf ball but also on top of that Josh like when it's cold and when it's warm and when you're altitude, all these factors have a massive difference on how far your ball's going to go. So if you're altitude and it's really hot, your ball's going to go a country mile. Hence in South Africa, you see some stupidly long drives, especially in Joburg, because you're up at altitude. Yeah. Whereas you go to somewhere like Mottram Hall in November, <laughs> not at altitude, and extremely cold and wet, 
the ball goes nowhere. Like, I did a bit of a test today, like, put my firewood shaft in my driver. Like, I'm going to put my hit some driver shots. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's going short. But also, like, I did the Arcos stuff. Yeah. And I was surprised how much shorter than it was, than I was used to. But that was my clubs. But also, the time of year where I've started this whole thing. So, yeah, the, the conditions make a massive difference. It takes some time to get used to it. Yeah. and and But even to the point of the type of grass... So in yeah. America, they use Bermuda grass, or yeah. and then over over in Dubai, it'd be completely different. There'll be a lot more sand knocking about. Yeah, and like, the fact of that might be grainy. So yeah. certain times of the day, the greens might go a different way. The light patches, the dark patches, it'd be more um, easy. It'd be easier to see in the afternoons because the grass has grown a lot longer. So therefore, the greens might go more or be harder to get the nap. All these things are hard to do and hard to get without actually practicing on them. That's like Tiger has like four or five different greens in his back garden yeah. with different grasses so yeah. he can prepare for whatever whatever event. grass he's going to be playing yeah. in the next few, few weeks so right, if you got the money to do that innit? I mean I mean, he's not playing much at the minute but when he was no no it's not a dig I want him back <laughs> I want him back as well um, and it's now that's another tangent Tiger mm. we've seen him out supporting Charlie watching Charlie how do you know him Charlie? Woods, his child, mate, that you know that he played with. <laughs> know him? No, obviously not. Oh, you're not Charlie. Our kid. Um, seems to be making a good recovery. Pictures of him walking round, yep. things like that. Do you think we will see him playing professional golf again? Because I, when it first happened, we were very. Uh, uh, I don't know. The thing that's in the back of my mind is after surgery like that. Yeah. Are his surgeons going to advise him against? playing competitive yeah. golf again probably because don't forget that's four rounds plus you probably two practice rounds it's a lot of walking it's a lot of stress you got you're doing that sort of i know mate you might only do it 12 13 times a year yeah it's a lot on your body well then maybe do we see him just playing majors does he just go and play the masters yeah but why would he do that why would he why would he go out there for the love of the game but why would he go out there and ruin his legacy as americans like to call it He's come back. He's made the biggest golfing comeback ever. He's made one of the biggest sporting comebacks ever. Everybody written him off first time that he'd never win a major. He's done it. He's come back. He's done it. Now, if I was him and he couldn't come back, if if the surgeon said to him, right, yeah, you can go back and you can compete as you were before. Be 100%. You're going to be 100%, but you're going to have to give it another 18 months and then you'll be 100%. Then, yeah, I'd be like, right, freaking hell, we're going to come back at this. Yeah. I guess a lot of that is unknown right now, but... If the doctor said, right, yeah, you can make a full recovery here, Mr. Woods, even though you have got 15 bionic plates in your leg and three plates in your spine, um, don't go through the, don't throw the beeper at the old airport, lad. <laughs> where, where is it, sir? Everywhere. It's, it's, it's literally everywhere. Um, then I wouldn't come back if I, were, if I was him, if I wasn't going to be 100%. And I think that would probably be him. Like, when he came back last time, even though he struggled at the start, I think he knew he could come back to 100% in the end. Yeah. But then the hard thing is, he may have that mentality where he can still get back to 100%. Well, this is the thing. And this is where... Which probably made him what he is. Correct. Him being the competitor, him being the athlete, him being the winner, Hmm. regardless of what he's told, there will be part of him that is like, no, I'm doing it. Yeah. Of course there is. You see it all the time with... there's, there's, There's always... They always want more. Yeah, like, but that's why they are where they are, isn't it? Yeah, well, exactly, 100%. That's why he came back once, but I don't know if you... I, I honestly don't think I can see him coming back. Now, depends what he measures a comeback as. 
Well, that's the other thing. Just playing, is that the comeback? Exactly. The fact that he's playing in an event? Is it winning a major? Is Because he wants to surpass Jax, right? Major's all-time yeah. record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's tied now, isn't he? I think so. So he needs one, one I think. I think. That's the, which I don't think will ever be beaten because it's far too competitive now. Like, yeah. When he won all those majors, Woods, like, and Jack, you could even argue, like, he was in an era of great golfers, Jack, and equally so was Tiger. But now you see too many good players being better. That's because yeah. technology filters down. So when you're a kid, you get more access to technology. Whereas when, when you knew a kid, when Tiger was playing and the top players got it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all these things get filtered down, which is why people get better and better. Completely agree. And I think, uh, fingers crossed, they just come back. Fingers crossed. But uh, it's yeah. going to be tough. In some capacity, yeah. Yeah. I hope he just becomes a pundit like Roy Keane and just absolutely berates everybody. Because he was the best. Yeah, because no he was the best. Be no <laughs> yeah, it was a shit chip, that one. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, I'd, I'd have done it like this. What are you doing this, Maguire, again? <laughs> I don't know like this. Yeah, but you're Tiger Woods. Yeah, but that's the only way to do it. <laughs> Why did Maguire do that on a note? Oh, this is anyway, completely off topic, but absolute clown, yeah. Um, you could have scored against them. Um, no, last night I could have scored. Maybe not against them. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, so let's move on and let's do this preview then of the DP World Tour This is the final. Nobody, it's the first time listening to Goldman, it's your first season. This is the final of this is the crescendo yeah this is the the, the biggest event of the year yep. this this crowns the european champion in terms of you are the tour championship winner you are the winner who's been the best all year round yes so but little caveat to that so you have the dp yeah, tour championship can, so you can win this event yeah. but not win the race to dubai yeah very often though if you win that event yeah. You depending on where you are and other permutations which we'll go through, you're probably gonna win the event. Because it's only sixty players playing, right? You drop me in it again. I think it's the top sixty. Um and ninety nine I don't think you have to check that. I'm ninety nine percent sure it's, it's the top, top 60. sixty. So yeah, so because it's the finals. Like yeah. you you've been jostling for position to get into this. Bit. Yeah. So just to clarify, the race to Dubai is the order of merit. Yeah. So that's the basically the competition. How that much runs... cash have you made this year? Even though it says points. Points. Out. Yeah. That's the competition points that runs prizes. all year. It, it, that runs from the start of last year or the start of the season to the end of the season. Yeah, it pretty much runs like year to year, unlike Americans, which tour, is like yeah. sort of September time when the tour championships yeah. are, because obviously the weather and all that. So basically, as it stands now. There are six players that can win. Hit me with the six players. So, in first place at the minute, we have Colin Morikawa. No surprise. 3,000. Colin played the least events. <laughs> now, here you go. I'm going to say something right now. There was one thing one year where Patrick really played in it, but he hadn't played enough events. Because for your money to count on the European Tour, you have to have played a certain amount of events. It might be seven. Don't forget, you've got the four majors, so they count as four. So, basically, three others. And this, obviously, could be one of them. But he, for some reason of illness or whatever, he hadn't played enough. So he, he actually finished like, he didn't win, yeah. but he finished like fourth or fifth, but didn't pick up the bonus money right. because his event didn't count. Yeah. Even though he played and he picked up the money for finishing or winning some event. Yeah. There's, there's like things where you've got to play a certain amount of events. So you might see like, for example, some people like you so randomly, Polter, for example, might have had to play last week yeah. to, qualify, to qualify to play. This would be his seventh event or eighth event now. So got you. Got you. So, Mark Howe's on 3,856.4 points. So, he's made 3,856,000. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's how it equates, <laughs> but Billy Horschel is 
3,620.2 points. And then you've got John Rahm on 3,402.5. Tyrrell Hatton, 2,472.1. Min Woo Lee, 2,187. Fitzpatrick, 2,113. And Paul Casey, 2,000. That's mad. Two Americans at the top. Yes. And what you will notice there is I've just um, read out seven names. Yeah. Not six names. Also, why have you written on this? So imagine you've got a page in front of you. Yeah, because I... I was doing the notes and then I got to a point where actually this is a good idea to do it like this and put the extra notes in there, mate. So I oh. changed my mind when I was okay. doing the notes. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so I read out seven names there. We said six people can win. Yeah. Before we go into how and why and what people have to do to if, win. If, if, they, if, if no, they can't no. play because of COVID, Paul Casey can win. <laughs> no, John Rahm has pulled out. Ah, why has so, he pulled out? COVID? No. So before we go on to that... And talking about how people can win, John Rahm pulled out because of the year that he's had. So after a lengthy discussion with my team, I've come to the difficult decision not to travel to Dubai next week. The demands of a long season with many ups and downs has taken a lot out of me. I feel I need to take time to recharge my batteries while spending quality time with my family. So there's a few points on this. A, he's had a ridiculously good year. Yeah. B, he had tested positive COVID twice, one of which... Missed out on winning an event. He missed out on winning an event, but also cost him points wise. Mm. The other, the other um, thing is, he just had a newborn. Ah, mate, he's won that much money. You're top in the world. Uh, you will number one. You deserve it. He's break. won this before. <laughs> Someone else can have a go. Yeah, exactly. Like it feels like yesterday we were crowning him. He won last year, didn't he? He was last year's winner. Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he was last year's winner. Maybe he was. No, it was Matt Fitzpatrick in the last season. Anyway. Anyway. My, let... my point being, like, he's had a... I, I am surprised, if I'm honest, because it wouldn't be nice to be crowned for one event. But if you hadn't have a newborn, I think he would, would probably be there. Potentially. So, there's 2,000 points awarded to the winner, okay, of the Tour Championship. Six players can currently win. And... We're going to talk through them one by one. So, world number two, Colin Morikawa won his first World Golf Championship workday, at the Workday Championship at the concession in March. Mm-hmm. He then earned his second major at the Open in July and currently leads the race to Dubai. Yep. He's got the 3,856 points we said. So, if he won the event, he would then have 5,856 and win it by a so mile. So, it's in his own hands, really? In essence, yeah. Because I'm guessing, I'm sorry to interrupt, if Paul Casey won... And Morikawa finished second, Casey probably wouldn't win. No. So, Morikawa could make history this week, becoming the first American to win the season-long rankings. No American's ever won it. Well, European has won the American one. But mathematically, he could finish the last week and still be crowned number one. He could finish last this week and still be crowned number one. Depending on how the next yeah. do behind him. As long as Billy Horschel finishes worse than a two-way tie for eighth, and the fourth other contenders don't win. And the fourth contenders don't win. So he, it's in his hands. Yeah, okay. So what happens if Billy Horschel finishes second and Morikawa... <laughs> I have no idea, man. No, if Morikawa finishes outside the top 10, probably, and, and, and Horschel wins... Then Horschel will win it. Wins. Yeah. So if he, he can finish last... There's so many things that play. Yeah. On the final day on the coverage, you get, like... It, there's a predicted... It all changes, like, per shot. So... 
the 236 points behind Morikawa is Horschel. Okay, so he's won the BMW PJ Championship at Wentworth. Um, and 200 points. 236, yeah. yeah. So I thought it said 2,000. No, sorry, 236. And he's, he's also running to become the first American to win the race to Dubai. Okay. A win would guarantee the top spot for him, but he could still finish as high as eighth and have a chance to, to win, provided Morikawa struggles and the four players below him don't win. Okay, so Next. basically those two are in the running. Those two, yeah. So if Colin Morikawa wins, no one's got a chance. If Horschel wins, I think... Hatton's too far back, really. Oh, so it's in these two's hands, isn't it? Yeah. Morikawa and Horschel. Because then he drops to Hatton at 2,400 yeah. points. So, Hatton would need to win, earn the 2,000 points required to overtake Morikawa at the top of the leaderboard. However, guarantee... To guarantee the end of the year spoils, Hatton would also need Morikawa to finish worse than a three-way tie for third and for Horschel to finish worse than a three-way tie for second. So, but again, that, that's not... Not easy, don't it's, it's If he wins... Like, you, probably, if it, you probably said to Hatton, if you win, you probably win. Yeah, like, for Morikawa to finish third... That's tie right, so third, finishing a four-way tie for third, Morikawa, Hatton wins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So then next on the list, it's, this it baffles me. Minwoon Lee, right? So 2,000 points would take him to 4,187, meaning Morikawa would need to finish worse than tied 7th and Horschel would have to finish worse than tied 4th. Oh, worse than 4th for him to win. So as much as we are what? We've got two more people to sort through. Those... Three that I've t- I've said there. You'd, still you'd, you'd still fancy your chances, wouldn't you? Because okay, yeah. Morikawa has been unbelievable all year, but it's one event. You, it's one event. You've got to finish in the top, basically top five, and he wins. Yeah. Top five, and Morikawa wins. And what you're telling me right now is Morikawa has to finish top five and win as long as Billy Horsch doesn't finish above him. Correct. Yeah. So, Anna, who won the race to last year, Lee, Lee Westwood. Westwood. Just came to me. Yeah. <laughs> so year Matt... before was Ram, then it, or year before was Fitzpatrick, then Ram. Well, Fitzpatrick won the DP World last year, ah, okay. so he's defending champ, right? So he'll have to win the title for a third time, which will be history in the making, if he wants a chance to become the European number one. So the winner take him to four thousand one hundred thirteen points, but he'd also need Morikawa to finish worse than ninth and Horschel to finish worse than fifth. And then finally, Paul Casey would move to 4,053 points. But he would need Morikawa to finish worse than a two-way tie for 12th and Horschel to finish worse than a two-way tie for 5th. And then it breaks down the points. So 2,000 first, 1,335 second, 752, and so on and so on and so on. So there's six people that can win it. Who's your pick? To win DP World or the overall? To win the race to Dubai. We'll do DP World separate to win race to Dubai. The European Tour or Emirates. It's a realistic. We're looking at those seven players. Six players. Well, you are. That's it. That's the only ones that can win it. God, the tension is killing me. Mm. I'm going to go with Till Hatton. You think? Mm. See, I don't think Till's had a good enough year. But Mate, he's fourth. I know, but... How's it not a good year? Yeah, correct, but... 
he's fourth by a long way for a reason. Yeah, but... Uh, Do you know what I mean? I'm going to go outside the box. I'm going to stick to my guns. I am going to go Tyrrell Hatton. I'm going to choose an American. Shock. You're going to go with Minwoo Lee. He's not American. Um, I'm going to go with... <laughs> I think Minwoo Lee's Australian, isn't he? I think. I thought he was, an... it was American. No, he's not American. <laughs> Why is that funny? Just because he's... So you're so confident about it. I think I think he is. I don't think he is, mate. I'm gonna have to check this now. Just how confident you were. I've gone in full confidence. You have gone in full confidence. Australian, mate. <laughs> um, but I think Billy Horshaw's gonna win it. That's a lie. I think Colin Morikawa's gonna win it. But my pick's going to be Billy Horschel because I know if I pick Colin Morikawa, you'd be like, mm, you can't be the favourite. Because you, you always do. Yeah, and? <laughs> you're banking enough favourites, one of them's going to come in, aren't they? In fact, sack it. Colin Morikawa's going to win it, fact. No, you can't pick him. Well, tough, I did. You're going with him. So I'm, I'm going, going to go this. This is what I'm going for. Hatton. First. Yep. Morikawa finishes second. Minwoo Lee finishes third, Horschel fourth, Fitzpatrick fifth, Casey sixth. Okay, I'm going to go... I could have sworn. Is, Dan, is it Danny Lee? What, is he American? Yes, yes, correct. He's not playing though, mate, differently. Um, I'm going to go Morikawa. Here you go. This is going to finish. Morikawa, Horschel, Rahm. I think they're going to stay the same. You do? And then I think it'll but go... But bear in mind, Minwoo Lee. is going to pick up points. And he's not far behind. Okay, he's a thousand points. He's a thousand points behind Rahm. So to overtake Rahm, he's got to either win or yeah. come mm. second. Can I change I think, my order? Points. No, you can't. Morikawa... Minwoo Lee's probably not going to overtake Rahm. Morikawa, Horschel, Rahm, Lee, Fitzpatrick, Hatton, Casey. Will be my order. Okay, let me rechange my order because I've just realised that Mimu Lee or Fitzpatrick or Casey probably can't overtake Rahm if they don't win. Correct. Okay, so I'm going to go Hatton, Morikawa, Horschel, and then I'm going to go the order that you've got them in. Lee, Fitzpatrick, Casey. So you reckon... I'm basically just putting... I'm, that order's the same, apart from I'm putting Hatton on top, basically. So if Hatton comes second, he will overtake Rahm. Yeah. But he can't come anything lower than second. Yeah. So, he wins. I reckon he wins and wins overall. Very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, so you think he's going to win the, the DP World yeah, Tour Championship? Yeah, overall, it's the only way he can win, mate. It's the only way he Very can... true. Very true. So I've given you my pick for both aspects. Um, I think... Well, you can only go one way, mate. You think oh, yeah. Like really done. But I can't, because I picked Mark Cower. So he can technically not win and still win You can't it. pick any of them on there, though. No, correct. <laughs> As a game, I'm answer's going to win. <laughs> no, yeah, I, yeah, I'm going back Colin Mark Cower, because the guy's just a joke. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if he wins by a ridiculous amount of shots as well. Okay, so you heard it here first. You'll go Mark Cower, both. I'm going Hatton, both. Let's see who comes out on top. 
this time next Wednesday we will be bringing you this back. So yes, we'll do the full review next fingers Wednesday. crossed. Here's something for you. This is the last event on the European tour. Yep, because now it's called the DP World Tour. Correct. And here's another point for you. We've officially, officially done a full golf season of podcasts after next week. That's impressive. It is impressive, isn't it? Like, subscribe. No. Share. Share. You can subscribe, though. You can subscribe, yeah. You can, you can subscribe follow. on Spotify and, and on Apple, Apple Music. Music. Apple yeah. Podcasts, yeah. Podcast. Um, just quickly, Rory split from Pete Cowan. That lasted long, didn't it? You are joking. Nada. True. He's won. Yeah. Gone back to boyhood coach, Michael Bannon. And this is what I don't understand. Do you know what? This is amazing, right? This is actually amazing, right? Because you look at people, put this in a putter context for most people. Yeah. you faithful old putter. You go away and change. You buy a new one. You have a honeymoon period. Great this. Mm, go back to me old one. You yeah. always keep going back to what you know. He's pretty much done that. He's gone back to him twice now. Do you reckon it gets to a point where we'd be like, you know what, mate? You keep sacking me off and coming back. No, because it's Rory McIlroy. <laughs> I would take 5% of whatever he earns a year. Every five years. <laughs> He's not stood out there in the middle of winter, is he? He's not. He's, He's now stood in Dubai. Correct. Um, but Dubai. Interesting, an interesting move, considering yep. he only moved to him earlier this year. Well, I think we spoke about it. I think he moved to him in the middle this year. Yeah. So I think it's probably been three or four months. Unlucky Pete. See ya. I don't get that. Because he's won. Yeah. And like him more than anybody knows that these things take time to bed in. Yeah. Well, that's a strange one. Thanks for breaking that news to me, Josh. It's all right, mate. Don't worry. Rory and free. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the next time I want you to sack I'll off say Mike. I'll tell you how to sack off Michael Bannon. Uh, I'll tell you how to set those knees. Shout out club. Tumble the face. Tumble it. Centre the knees. Rotate. Rotate for the hips. 95% shift. No, 95% to a 5% shift. Well, you'd box it all down. Yeah, it was funny. I was being funny. Oh, yeah, good. Good. Yeah. Okay, let's get into our final section of today. It's this or that. Now, usually we have a bit of what should be, but we're keeping it all positive. It's miserable. It's November in the UK, that is. Correct. If you're listening elsewhere, please do let us know on Instagram where you're listening from and hopefully uh, send us some pictures of being nice and sunny. Saying that, I have a slight beef. What? I got an email today playing in Huddersfield at Woods... Wood some hall? There. Gotta wear smart shoes in the clubhouse. Yeah, mate, it's Aqua Castle. So old school that though, isn't it? Fucking past this man. Like Do you know what I mean? You just dragged up, mate. No. <laughs> and do you know what I'm gonna do when I wear a hoodie as well? No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, but if you're meeting people afterwards in work capacity, you're probably gonna wear smart shoes anyway, aren't you? Wow. Well. Actually, no, too fair. Your golf shoes are smart anyway. They're yeah. like trainers. Yeah, but no, but tra- no, but, no trainers on. But like smart golf Yeah, trainers. yeah, yeah. Old school, can't do that, that. That is old school. But let's keep it positive. That was yeah. just a little beef. Okay, beef. this or that, I'll go first. So, would you rather game, Josh? One of the answers to this, because you're shite with your three wood. Three, <laughs> three wood or five wood? Five wood, correct. <laughs> and the funny thing is on that is... I used your foul at the range of the day. Yeah, and I? you smoked it. And I smoked it. So well, you've been trying my three wood. How's that been going? I've not no, played, no, yeah, I've not played mate. We're going to range Thursday night, so I can see. Yeah, it. so I'm playing Thursday and then going to range Thursday well, night, so we'll see. This is an easy one for me. Five wood. Yeah, so you had a three wood, but you dialed it up. Yeah, didn't so you? I had like a four and a half wood anyway, so Yeah. Um can you say why people should get a five wood quickly? Because I think it's really interesting. Loft, you did a video on this. Shorter club, easier to find the middle. Bit more loft, easier to get in the air. So in essence, 
it's not a hybrid, but it's like more like no, well, a hybrid. No, well, think of this, right? Is. You find the middle of your pitching wedge more than you find the middle of your five iron. Correct. That's what you need to know. Like and subscribe, baby. Do you know what? This podcast is not only funny. It's educational. It's educational. Do you know what I mean? And you get up to date with all the latest things. Absolutely. We get tips. We get the news. Mate, we do everything. Okay, hit me with number two. You go. Would you rather play in the morning or the evening? Oh, morning. All day. Depends. I'm talking early doors, like first depends, depends what day. I'm all for Friday afternoon. That's nice. Right. After work. Yeah. Um, but if I was playing a competition... You want to be out early yeah, doors. Yeah, about early. Fresh greens, fresh fairways. Boom. Get home early. Get home early. Don't get in trouble with the wife. <laughs> Very good point. Because the rounds are definitely six hours. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Final one. No, you've got to say yours. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm morning as well. Do you know what I can't stand? Middle of the day. Middle yeah. of the day golf makes no sense to me. No, you've got no time to do anything, have you? Yeah, it takes you up for your day. But if you get out eight o'clock, half eight, you're home by lunchtime, you know what I mean? Yeah. You get the rest of your day. I have to say, I played on Friday and used my trolley and it was very nice. I quite like using a trolley. Yeah, I'm surprised myself. Just just say, this is from the man that slags trolleys off. Slags trolleys off. You know, my trolley is all singing or dancing, mate. It is the Rolls Ooh, Royce. My it trolley's would, all singing or it dancing. It would be. It would be. You see that, see that Rolls Royce fan... Um, Cullinan. Cullinan. Going around on Instagram, that's all blacked out. And yeah, so you're saying... You're I've got saying, the Cullinan blacked out of the power caddy world. Well, well. Someone's doing all right. <laughs> it's free. It was free. Yeah, I was going to say, was it free, was it? Yeah. Um, okay, I, this is a really interesting one. So we've all heard, if you've not heard of Bettinardi, it's like a very expensive putter. I hadn't. Okay, so they're like, they're like a Scotty Cameron sort of thing. Okay. Um, in fact, I think, I think, quote me wrong, I think, um, who used one? I think Coochie used one for a while. May, okay. may still do. Um, so Scotty Cameron or Bettinardi. This, actually, I'm going to change this because you didn't know what it was. You yeah. don't know about them, and most people might not. So Scotty Cameron or Odyssey. Right now, and this is the thing. So obviously, they cost a different price. They do cost a, a very different price. You can pick up an Od- Odyssey putter for what, a couple hundred quid, maybe even less than that, hundred fifty quid. Less than that, you probably get it. Yeah. But if you're going to go top end, aren't you, to compare it with a, a Scotty Cameron? You're going to go the Toulon design. So. That is a set effectively that Odyssey's version of the Scotty Cameron. It's yeah. like milled. It's as close good. as you're going to get. It's, mate, it's good. Yeah. Um, they basically Odyssey bought Toulon out. Ah. And now they were part of them. Hmm. But you didn't know that. There you go. More, more insight. Okay, what there. are you going for? This is the thing. I would love a Scotty Cameron. I'm going to go with Scotty. Because so I would love, money, mate, I would love a Scotty Cameron Circle T. And Tom Murray said to me that if we ever won together, he'd buy me a Circle T. European tour event. Nice. Uh, I can say you did win mate, together. They are expensive. Are they? they got like ten grand some of them on, on Instagram. Mate, they're, mate, they're, they're pure. Because this is the, and that's my thing with it is they are pure and they're unreal and like I play with some guys that have used them and I think God that's absolutely unreal. But a it's not gonna make me put any better. Mm. B it's a lot of dough. Yeah. Like what's your cheapest Scotty Cameron? Like what? Two fifty. Two fifty three hundred quid. And they, but the good thing is, though, they might, most of them do hold the value. If you do keep it nicely, it doesn't get wrecked, they will hold the value. Better than, for example, an Odyssey. An Odyssey. Well, not too long. Outside yeah. too long. Yeah, like your standard Odyssey. Yeah. But I like the fact that Odyssey do that sort of entry level. Because it's a big name brand, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's a big... So everyone can access it. Yeah. Where realistically, not everyone's going to access a Scotty Cameron. How I'd put it for most people is... An Odyssey is like a golf. 
It's a nice, it's a nice car. Whereas a Scotty Cameron's more like top end Mercedes. Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce. No, it's not quite a Rolls Royce. Right. So what would be the Circle right? T would be like Rolls Royce. Uh, right, so right, like, okay. like a top end Mercedes. Interesting. That's how I'd put it. Because a golf's a lovely car. What are you saying about golf? Nothing. I'm saying it's a lovely car. I just says it's a lovely car, you know. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, you see a lot more golfs than top end Mercedes. Correct. Yes. Love that. That's Look at that. And I think that wraps us up for this week. Sure does. Guys, thank Slightly you so much. Slightly shorter one. Yeah, but I think we, we, we promised you that we wanted to give you DP World Tour finals. Who's going to win? What are the permutations? What can happen? We've done that. And that wraps us up for our episode 50. Happy birthday. Half century. Cheers to that. Absolutely. We'll see you next week where we'll bring you the results from the DP world and more this and that. More trough of the week because we are playing what I'm playing anyway. <laughs> I'm going God, to the rain on Thursday. Helicopter falling on your head. <laughs> see you next week, guys. Ta-ta.